This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You came into football through Arsenal's academy. How young were you when you got into that? So, this is how I get into the Arsenal academy. Let me tell this story. So, I never got scouted. Oh. When you were in the Arsenal Academy, during the and, and my my listeners are very excited at this question. <laughs> Did you play in the academy with somebody called Jeremy Lynch? Let's talk a little bit about Arsene Wenger. Mr. Wenger, what was he like as a person? When you were at your peak, Bolton days, I'd yeah. say, yeah. What would your value be in today's current market? <laughs> I'm gonna throw you under the bus here. I've seen people game for 50 million. I'm thinking. I can do way better than you. <laughs> yeah. And I see this lady come to me and say, oh, you are a new player. I'm like, excuse me. I said, hey, you're a new player. I said, okay, who are you? I said, my name is Cam Brady. I'm the chief executive. I was like, oh, hi, how you doing? <laughs> I, 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 I just played along with her. I didn't know who she was. Right. We touched on it a little bit there, but um, you refer to it as your accident, yeah. don't you? Can you talk us through it? Because there might be some people out there that aren't football fans. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, there might be some football fans out there that are too young to remember it, yes. which is crazy. I remember it like yesterday. What you're referring to when you say you were out for 75 minutes, you yeah. mean your heart was not working yeah. for 75 Five minutes. minutes. Your so... heart stopped for 78 minutes? Yeah. 78 minutes? Yeah. Jackmate's Happy Hour. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Jackmate's Happy Hour podcast. Still in the middle of Series 5. I'm still with Stevie. How <laughs> I feel are like it? it's been Series 5 for about a year. It's Series 5 forever. We only take breaks when the world makes us. So if there's a pandemic, we'll take a break. But right now, the world, touch wood, seems to be going a lot better than it was. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Why are you asking me? <laughs> I'm not a scientist for the government. <laughs> Don't rule it out. You also said you weren't an optician for many years, and you definitely was. <laughs> Today's guest is a guy that I'm super excited to meet, a guy, a guy that has been there and done a lot in his life. He's got a huge, huge life story, ex-professional footballer and coach, pundit, and now... 
You're one of us, Fabrice. You're a Twitch streamer. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Fabrice Moamba. Thank are you? you. I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Very good, very good. You're a very suave gentleman, may I say. I wouldn't say suave, but I'm I'm okay of a guy. So <laughs> I'm okay. I can be a lad too if I want to. So, you know, it's all about balance. Uh, where, where are you based now? Are you up north? I'm up, up north. Okay. Up Thanks yeah. for, for traveling down today. As we said, the studio does get very, very warm. Yeah. You know, why, Stevie, why are you wearing a hoodie? I feel really cold today. I know it's. I'm going to hate and regret it in about 15 mm. minutes. Yeah. But I do feel quite cold today. Where's a hoodie every week? It's weird. Wow. I feel quite cold every week. Fab's judging you from the off. Uh, Fab's judging you. Now, Fab, we always start. Can I call you Fab? Is that of course, right? of course. Cool. You can call me Fab. Love it. We always start in the same way. Yeah. We ask our guests what their go-to meal deal is. Yeah. Are you familiar with the concept of a meal deal? Kind of. All right. What do yeah. you think a meal deal is? Where do you like to go eat? Something like that. Okay, right. So, so, yeah, this is the thing. Footballers never know what a fucking meal deal is. No. Right? <laughs> no. It's When you go to a garage or a Tesco or a Sainsbury's, yeah. you can get a sandwich, a yeah. snack and a drink, all for about £3, £3.50, okay. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but Ben Foster bought a fucking big bag of, what was it? Bugles. Bugles from Amazon. We let it count because we're too scared to tell him to his face, but technically it doesn't count. So yeah. what do you get when you go into a garage? Oh, <laughs> this man's done so much in his life and I've gone, what do you get when you go into a garage? <laughs> I like a hot dog. <laughs> I love that from you. I, I love like that from a, you. I like a hot dog, so I just take it home, you know, and have it have it myself. Yeah. Try it and um, also when you go to Lido, yeah. they've got this when you know when you go to the cinema, right? Mm-hmm. Especially all in cinema, when they do nachos and cheese. Yeah. So the the same nachos they sell it in Lido. So you get that and you get your guacamole. And you just make a cinema cinema day at home. Wow, wow! <laughs> Again, because we're too scared to tell these people, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna let we're that gonna count. We're gonna let it slide. A yeah. lot of people on the Reddit have been debating: Do we let meal deals go in when they're not real meal deals? We need a bit of variation, otherwise of it's just gonna be the same sandwich. So, right, we're gonna put we're gonna put nachos as your. Is that a main? That's a snack. He's That's got hot dog oh, as the main. Hot dog, hot yeah. dog. Is that Nach- like a rollover hot dog? Yeah. One of those. Yeah, I love that from you. And then drink. Yeah. Um, diet coke. Diet Coke. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's probably the most varied one we've had. We What we do is we rate all of our guests' meal deal yeah. and we put it in a leaderboard. Okay. So we're going to see where you sort of fare now. Um, let me get the leaderboard up. Right, okay. Ben Foster is at the top of the leaderboard. Shock. <laughs> surprise, surprise. There you go. No favouritism involved yeah. either. But he's also, because he's been on twice, he's also third from the bottom as well with his first one. Okay. Uh, that's, go on, you start, Stevie. That's a solid, I, I like the rollover yeah. hot dogs. We, we got one, didn't we, from a garage after watching England-Croatia. Got two, actually. I dropped mine. Mm. Did you went to the game, England-Croatia? Yeah. yeah. How, did you find, how, did you, how did you think of the tournament? Uh, oh, the roles are reversed here. This is why people <laughs> need to come and watch you on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, because you have to, like, I feel like when you watch ex professional player mm. on Twitch, right? You ask me a question, but because I like your question, I will ask you back. Oh, okay. Gentlemen. Do you know what I mean? That's like, what I mean. So You're a suave gent. It's almost like I want to have a conversation with you. Right. Rather than just you just ask a question. I want to know, oh, so what do you think of the game? What uh, did you think of the whole tournament? That's very polite. Or, or is that just your way of saying stop fucking talking about hot dogs? No, nah, I wouldn't talk, say, <laughs> talk about hot dogs. You can talk about hot dogs. <laughs> you know? I like a hot dog. I like a hot dog at my United. Decent hot dog. City's hot dog is nice. <laughs> Uh, can, can you rate the, the hot dogs from each stadium? I think the one in Emre is nice. <laughs> is it? Yeah. The, Emre is nice. Tottenham Stadium is nice. So the food is nice there. I love oh, this. this. Arsenal is great Tottenham insight. now have a yeah. Yeah, hot dog rivalry. Of the North London derby, which which club has the best hot dog? 
Um, <laughs> these are the questions you don't get at Joe Rogan. That's all I'm saying. You know what? Because their stadium is new, so their hot dog is pretty nice, I must say. Oh, you're going Spurs, are you? Yeah, I must say. You're going Spurs. Yeah. That's going to be all over the press tomorrow, no, Fabrice. It can't be. <laughs> the most important thing, they Arsenal one on the weekends. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, okay, uh, rate, quickly rate the meal down. We can move on. Hot dog, nachos, Diet Coke. I rate it. 8.2. I was going to say an 8. 8.1? 8. 8. 8.1. So Thank you. 8.1. 8. Oh! Where's that? Top two. Your joint fourth. I'm okay. I'm happy with that. There's about 40 people in this leaderboard, so that's very good. That's very good. I'm happy with that. Fabrice Muamba. That is like Arsenal's normal position as well. 8.1. Oh. <laughs> that's pushing the boundary right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's when, when, when Arsenal was there. No, not now. Yeah, not yeah, now. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Now, Fab, you were you were born in the Republic of Congo. Yes, is that right? It was. Yes. It had a different name back then, didn't yes. it? Can I pronounce? Let me tell. Say, it. go on. Zaire. 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 Yes. Zaire. Zaire in French. Zaire. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, can you speak French? Then? Yeah. Give us some French. Oui, um, je m'appelle Fabrice. J'habite à Manchester. Et je suis ici avec Jacques. Et on est là. On fait le, le, le podcast ce soir. Et toute personne qui va entendre ces podcasts. Et toute façon de subscribe sur les, les chaînes et après écrivez-nous, ça sera bien pour tout le monde. Yeah, hot dogs for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did just get a whole lot more suave, though. Yeah, he? he's the suavest man that's ever come <laughs> no, through, no, no, the, no, no. Come through no. these doors. And the city, I'll try and pronounce this as well. Kinshasa? Ah, is that right? Yes. There we go. That's a good one, Dad. That's, that's a good one. That's good. I, 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 I'm reading this from Wikipedia now, that's but fine. is that the most populated city in, in Congo? In yeah. Congo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, so you moved over from there to London, London. when you were 11. Yeah. How did that compare? Because that must have been quite a culture shock. Right? No, actually... because over there, it's warm, rain, mm. but it's cold. It's not as it's cold. So I came to England in December time. Mm -hmm. So... You know, came out to Heathrow and that wind just hit my face. I was like, oh my God, this is completely different type of cold because so my dad gave him a jacket, but it's still very, very cold, you know. The one thing I find was different was the language barrier. Yeah. You know, because obviously in the Congo, we all speak French. Mm -hmm. We were colonized by the Belgium. So French is our most spoken language. And to come in England and to start all of it again, it was tough. I bet. When I went to school, I had to have a dictionary next to me. So every single time a teacher would say a word, if I don't understand, I had to go back in the dictionary, just look at it so I can understand it. But as time goes on, you know, the more you make friends and you, you, you mingle with people, it becomes much, much, much easier and you'll be able to, able to pick up the language. So I think what helped is also because I was okay at football mm -hmm. and everybody, would, you know, saw me as a tall African boy mm -hmm. that I play football and that's how I'm able to make friends and be able to learn English and stuff like that. With us at school, if you played football, yeah. you were like one of the cool kids. Yeah. And obviously we're shit at football, <laughs> but you must have been really good from a young age. So were you straight away one of the cool I, kids? I, I wouldn't say really good. I just wanted to play the game. Yeah. I just wanted to play the game. And if somebody was better than me, I will try to find a way. How do I get better at this guy so you know and look back now in my career I was I always said is that I wasn't the most gifted footballer he wasn't I I look my career I said I wasn't the most gifted footballer oh, right but one thing I'll tell you this I will give it everything I have yeah for my teammate and if that mean me playing 60 minutes for somebody to come on and by that 60 minutes I gotta give it everything that's right. what I look at it so 
that's I feel like that's if you work hard because there's a lot of talented footballer mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. but not many of them are able to make it so you, you really have to ask yourself why they never make it yeah you know so I feel like hard work always put you in the right position have you always been a hard worker so were you even a hard worker at school when it comes oh, yeah, to your like academically and stuff my dad he wouldn't let me play football oh yeah yeah, yeah. he wouldn't let me play football is that just because he didn't think it was possible to make it no it wasn't because in in the African community, mm-hmm. you, you want your children to become either lawyer, doctor, somebody in the society like that. Not like a a footballer. They didn't see footballer as a big thing. But it, it, that's the biggest sport in that's Africa. That's a big yeah. Yeah. But if your parents are from Africa, they want your their doc their children to be either as I said, doctor, lawyer, judge, somebody in the society like that. Yeah. That's for them. You make them proud. Right. So it was more of if you get your schoolwork done, you're able to play football. If you don't get this work done, you can forget it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how my dad was with me. Strict. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. So I always make sure that make sure that schoolwork had been taken care of. Never got into trouble. As long as I got my work done on time in a good standard, then I'll be able to play football. So you're a hard worker on the pitch and a hard worker at school as I well. I have to. I don't have no, no choice. Otherwise, I wouldn't play football. That's very true, yeah. That's very true. My dad never made me do that. He, did. he just said, do YouTube if you want me. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> what was your favourite subjects at school then? Maths. Was it? Yeah. You're talking to the right man here. I love maths. I love maths. Yeah. I love maths. Mine was, mine was English, like writing stories and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I love maths. I think it's probably the most exciting subjects, especially when you got to like... Do you think? Yeah, when you do like algebra, trigonometry, all that kind of stuff, your brain starts to like... Pick up a little bit stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at maths. I could never, I could never grasp it. <laughs> I thought, I, like, I'm. I think. I, I think it's the most easy subject. Like, do, do you you're think it's, now? You're no, <laughs> no, no, Jack. I just feel like you look at it, you think you, you just play with numbers, really. Mm. I was like, when you see English, you see you go like, right, essay. Oh my word! In my head, I'm thinking essay again. Yeah, you gotta write and all that stuff. What maths? You just done. Yeah, but it's <laughs> just, <we're>, just done. <laughs> <laughs> but with maths, there's a there's a right and a wrong answer. Do you know yeah. what I mean? With English, you can just sort of like write a story. How did Romeo and Juliet feel? I don't know. I'll just write some waffle down, like, and then you can sort of <laughs> d- do it. Was that because obviously English not being your first language? Was yeah, that, that's probably why as well. Yeah, so, probably why because maths is universal. Universal. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but you absolutely smashed it because oh, you yeah. you got ten. Did you get ten, ten GCSEs? Yeah. Fucking hell, that's it. That is it. I got five. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot. How many did you get? 12. You've got one up fab, haven't you? I think. Yeah, but (laughs) English is my first language, so he came in at 11 and did it. How many times did you play for England on the 21s? 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was your what was your backup plan if, if football didn't work? You, you mentioned your parents saying, um, so when I, and stuff. it was more just getting to business. Oh, okay. So, I don't know what type of business, but. It was just study, and if it doesn't work out, then you can have some type of education, maybe get into business, and who knows. Would you like to make a company or something like that? Something like, like that. We had Deborah Meaden on from Dragon's Den. Yeah. I don't know if you know who she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. What would be your million pound idea? Have you got any floating about? Put you on the spot. Million pound ideas? Wow. Um, selling t-shirt with my name on FM6. <laughs> Get the Jay Ling's model going. There you go. <laughs> For all the audio listeners, oh, you just God. tried to do. It. I don't know. If you, did you do it right? I, I don't know. What, is, that, is it 
Yeah, you, yeah, my son knows it more better than me. So that's this, right? It's nah, that. But I love you because you did it the same way as me. I did that, yeah. I did that to him once. I don't yeah. know if you know, but um, Jesse Lingard gave me a tattoo. Do you know this story? Yeah, I saw, I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. I, how did you convince him to do that? <laughs> I said when he signed for West Ham, I said... If oh, you yes. if you score nine goals, you can you can yeah. tattoo me. And he did score nine, and he stopped scoring after that. So oh. it's like he got it. And he then, won the bet. He was like, "That'll do." But I did that one as well to him, and he and it, he was pretty uh, embarrassed yeah. by it. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's that, <laughs> isn't it? It's, is it that? Yeah. I'm getting confused now. It's that. It's that. Right. It's meant to look like a J and an L. Oh, yeah. makes sense. It's a <laughs> can you imagine us old men are doing the? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's about our age, isn't he? 29, I think he is. He's older than us. 29. How old, Fab, you're 33, are you? Yeah. That's crazy because obviously we'll talk about your story later yeah. on and obviously what happened on the pitch review. Yeah. I never realised just how young you were. I am. When that happened. Yeah, that, that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we're still we're still at school right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, did you have any, do you have any jobs before football or was football always? That was just school and football. Right. School and football. It wasn't no... Sunday job anything like that it was just scoring football yeah for me you came into football through Arsenal's academy yeah. how young were you when you got into that so this is how I get into the Arsenal academy I will tell this story so I never got scouted oh no I never got scouted so you know how like you play in a Sunday league team somebody saw you say oh you've got talent no one's ever said that to me <laughs> you, you can come in and come train with us and we'll see what it's like no so in your, in your eight I become more fluent in English so we had a guy from Sierra Leone came over to our, our, our school. Mm -hmm. He spoke French. But he was a very talented footballer. Very, very talented footballer. He sat next to me in the class. But what I did, I said to him, I, I didn't know that he was a footballer, so I helped him with his work and stuff like that. He said to me, Fabrice, you help me with my work. One day will help us. I said, no problem at all. So he started to open up to me. He said, oh, I play for Arsenal. I was like, do you? I was like, yeah, I play for Arsenal. I said, uh, you help me, I'll go speak to my coach. I'll tell them to for you to come training with us and we'll see from there. So every single time we have like a work, I'll do my work to A plus or A. Yeah. I'll do his work to B. So that way he will like me more and he will tell his coaches to get to help me to get us also. So you're writing his work, yeah. <laughs> so it worked out that one day it was like, Oh yeah, I spoke to the coach, you can come on training with us. So Arsenal you, uh, the academy trained at Helen in Wolfhamstow. Yeah. My parents also live in Wolfhamstow. So their training ground to my house, I say, 20 minute walk. Right. So, you know, it was a Tuesday. I went in there and I walked in there. I just literally walked in there and I was like, oh, my mate Rashid said to me, I can come and train you. They're like, uh, who are you? I said, no, I'm Rashid's friend. But because Arsenal liked the kid so much, they were willing to do whatever he wanted to do. Oh. Yeah, they really like because he was such a talented kid. Yeah. They're like, okay, don't worry, we'll, we'll let you train. But I just thought they were going to let me train one time and it would never, that's it. So, train, halfway through training, Rashid came in. I said to Rash, I said, Rash, you, I thought you told them that I was coming in. He said, is it, is it okay? Is it okay? I said, it's okay today, but I don't think it will be okay next week. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they let me in. Uh, for some reason, they liked me. They say, we give you a six week trial. Fuck. And uh, six weeks, said to me, you're not good enough for us, but we'll keep you, then we'll see what happens. We had an, an internal game between ourselves and the older age group. I played so well, they're like, we'll keep you in the school. That's how I got in. 
That's a class story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a class story. <laughs> I'm now also thinking he actually has about 20 GCSEs because he did his work and Rashid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened to Rashid? Did he go on to play football? He never made it. Wow. Yeah. Do you still do you speak to He's him? He's my best mate. To this day? To this day, yeah. Yeah, that's mad. That yeah. is that is a quality story. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. So 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 you were in the Arsenal academy between what years? Age fourteen. fourteen. I left Arsenal when I was nineteen age of age. Okay, so you were there. You were there when Arsenal were the, the invincible season. Yeah. So we've got a, we've got a huge question for you here. Okay. Right, and I don't know whether you you can confirm or deny yeah. this. When you were in the Arsenal academy during the and and my my listeners are very excited at this question. <laughs> Did you play in the academy with somebody called Jeremy Lynch? Jamie, the, the YouTuber? Yeah. Not sure. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Jeremy Lynch claims that he played in the Arsenal Academy. What age? W- d- w- during the Invincible season. Is he? And he said that Arsene Wenger claimed that he was the best on the ball player at the club. The whole club, including the first team. I mean, everybody have a German experience, <laughs> but I don't think Arsene... Because <laughs> if Arsene says that, you're staying in the club. <laughs> He, uh, apparently the full thing is that he's the best on the ball at the whole club, but the worst off the ball. So when he's not near the ball, no, he has you, no idea Are you putting my leg here? Yeah, I scared. swear to God, right? He gets memed a lot online, right? So he's, he's a very polarising character. Some people love him, some yeah, people yeah, hate yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I like him. I think he's a nice guy. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's fair enough. Um, he claims, he literally says that when he was in the academy during the Invincible season, Wenger said he was the best on the ball player at the club, including the first team. I want to know who, who was his teammate. Yeah, we need that, to know. That's who I want to know who was his teammate. We, ne- we need to know. We need oh, to know. Oh, is it a picture of team squad in the beginning of the season that you usually take? And if he has it, he'll be on it. Yeah, yeah. And that's never come <laughs> out. Because a lot of people sort of debate the authenticity of this. As a teenager, Lynch played in Arsenal's academy, but was later released by the club after being rejected. But it doesn't say what years, does what, it? It doesn't say year. He was also widely ridiculed for going on record to say he was the best on the ball player as a 15-year-old kid. Right, as a 15-year-old kid. So you can do the maths, Stevie. So what year was that? So Fabrice can do the maths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> how old is he? How old? When was he born? He's 34. So 15, that's what? Oh, yeah, so he's a year older than you. Yeah. So when you were no when you were 14, he was 15. He's the year above me. He, were, he went in there. No? No. And I know every single body in that year above me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know everybody in that year above me. So you're telling me he's played with Seth Fabregas then? Because Fabregas, he was a year above me. <laughs> so that's the, the squad. <laughs> Can I get up? Matter of fact. <laughs> matter of fact. <laughs> he's come with for a seat. Hold on a second. Matter of fact. <laughs> uh, was, he, I, he can't lie. Like, he, I don't think he lied. I'll show you the clip. I'll show you the clip. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Ah, ah. What? Is he in there? That's the year, my year and the year above me. So you tell me where's Jeremy in there. Okay, so I'm looking at the picture now that Fab's shown me. Is that Senderos in there? No. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. So is Fabregas in that picture? No, Seth's training with us one time. Fabregas is in the picture. Is he in there? That's, That's him there, right? Sesk trained with us one time. Is that not Fabregas there? It does look like him. That looks like Fab. No, 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 no. Fabregas. No, no. Is it not? Oh, yes. It's Sesk. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sesk. So there's Sesk, there's Nicholas Bittner. I can't... Jeremy Lynch is not in there, is he? I just showed you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to look again. I'm going to look again. You tell me if he's in there. 
And no, this is not having a dig at Hidalgo. No, 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 of course not. Of course not. We'll do that. You don't have to do that, Fab. Uh, <laughs> yeah, have a look. Have a look. You look for yourself. Do you want to find the video of what he says? Yeah, I just, yeah. One. Fab's not having a dig at Jeremy. Yeah, we're just we're just trying to find this out because we've discussed this a while on the podcast. And right, so this is what he what he said, Fab. This is the clip. I believe it is anyway. You can go first. For me, I'm not a professional because I was at Arsenal. I was on my way to being a professional. Got released because they said on the ball you're the best at the whole club, including the first team. I was only 15 at the time. Best, but they said off the ball, you're one of the worst at the club. <laughs> He's taking his headphones off. No, no, no. <laughs> You're not having that, Fab? No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Jeremy, I think you need to respond to that, my friend. Cause yeah, I'd love to uh, just to, to name me who was his coach or just some type of something. Yeah. Then I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, love, I love Fab Rings. <laughs> no, <with> seriously. Like... What was it like being at the club when there was the likes of Vieira, Lundberg, Omri? Like, as it, when you're in the academy, yeah. do you see them guys? Do you make oh, yeah, them? It, you know, it was much very strict, very very strict. Obviously, you have the first team side this side, you got to let the academy on this side, mm-hmm. and we were not allowed to go across to the first team. Whereas now, like you hear, the boys can just go across and whatever. Mm-hmm. And you had Pat Rice, who was still the academy. Uh, no, Pat Rice was still assistant manager there. Yeah, Arsen. And Steve Bold used to be my coach. So we really worked very hard. Very, very, very hard. Mm-hmm. And for you to go and train with the first team is like Christmas Day. I bet. And this is when France just won the World Cup. They've won the one in Europe. And you've got people like Dennis Bergkamp. You've got Martin Keown. You've got Freddie Jungberg. You've got Pires. You know, you've got a lot of top, top players. Was Ashley Cole there? Or Ashley was yeah. there. You know, incredible, incredible. Every single time you went to train with them, you come out as a different player. I come bet. out as a different player because the intensity of it and just how hard each of those guys wanted to be in that position, mm. you know? And I said, it's not the same anymore, but the foundation that Mr. Wenger laid in that club, it's incredible. You just reeled off a whole list of names there, all <laughs> amazing. But if you had to pick one that was like a bit of an inspiration to you growing up... Patrick Vieira, best. I Best saw you football. were compared to him, weren't Best you? Best So That's my opinion. That is like, even when I'm seeing that, I'm still in awe of him. I'm like... Do you know him? Do you know him well? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I can't even talk. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, that's amazing though, and that shows how humble you are because you're, 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 you're a pro baller for many years and, and you're, you're not seeing him, even though he's a, he's a, a same... Do you know what I mean? He's on yeah. the same level, but you're still putting him up there. Like Yeah, but... There's, there's certain footballer when you see them you're like yeah wow you're good yeah you're very very good you know? and he was one of those guys where in training he trained the same way he played yeah and when you got to play with him you're like oh my god he's he's good, good, a good footballer what what was it that made him stand out from the rest what traits did he have it that... just is his intensity of how he trained yeah like, you know he pulling people about making mm. sure hey come in there properly Especially as as a young player, you because as a young player you get you get a bit complacent with if you train twice with the first team you feel like oh I'm in there now. Right. Whereas 
you train once, twice, and is it, it still expects you to train like that every single time you come across. And you start to monitor how you play with your own teammate. And you start asking the coach, how's he getting on with stuff? Yeah. You know, just to keep just to keep on, 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 you know, on, your, on your toes, because I said, he's easily like, you're training with the first team. When you go play with your own mate, you feel like you're the big guy now. So, cause, but now he's like, no, no, no. You, tra- you go out there, you apply the same attitude you play with us that you play over there. Love but that. But he's top, top man, top guy. Seriously. Is he? What, as, oh, a, as a person? As he's, a person, yeah. Well, top guy. You know, when, when we think back to like the classic Premier League years, like we're yeah. a similar age. I'm 28, yeah. you're 33. A uh, little bit older, but well, I went older, <laughs> can't you? <laughs> but when we think back to like the sort of golden Premier League era, probably around about when you were playing yeah. in that, and there was some classic players, like this was before your time, I think, but you remember like your players like Shefki Kuchi. Do you remember yeah, him? Yeah, and, he, yeah. and they had all their little traits. So like Kuchi would do that dive and celebration. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And I think Obafemi Martins would do the thing. Yeah. And uh, Grealish now, he's got the small socks. Everyone's got yeah, these little yeah, things. Yeah. When you think of Vieira, not playing, but yeah. the way he looked, is there one thing that reminds you of him? He used to have a... <laughs> A Vix? Yeah, yes. Vix yeah, do you remember that? No. Oh my that? word. How do you not remember that? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Vix on his chest all the time. All the time. Vix vapor rub. Oh, on, his chest. Yeah. on his chest. And, and you would see. You it, can see it like rubbing the, the yeah. 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 He must have lathered that on strong. <laughs> <laughs> what for? I don't know the reason behind it, but when he did it, I started doing it. So I will play like I'll him. put it in there and I'll put it in there. I was like, okay, well, well if he's doing it, he's working, so we might as well do it. Why not? <laughs> do you not remember that, Stevie? No. Wow. You know, I'm fortunate enough that when he went to Juventus, mm. he second game, he sent me a shirt and signed it as well. Did he? I still got it. Did I have Vicks all over it? It was clean, <laughs> yeah. but the sign as well. Wow. I kept that to this day. That's yeah. class. Yeah. I, I I know I said it a minute ago, but I love how you're in awe of it as well. Oh. Like you you're not you're not just like, like it, Jack, it's it's hard. You can't pretend. Yeah. Like you can't pretend because this guy, like I remember when my United played Arsenal at Highbury mm-hmm. in the tunnel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was right at the back of the tunnel. So I saw when it was all kicking off, walking there. He targeted Gary Neville and Gary told King and King just had to, like the moment King knew it, they were, so when Rory can talk about it on TV, I was right in the corner of Highbury and in the tunnel, I was just watching there like a young boy because we, we couldn't, <laughs> we, we can't get into the tunnel unless they go out first. So yeah. you, when they go out, you go back in, you go straight in your seat. Right. So you're like, there you're like, oh my God, they're literally like about to fight here now. Are like, they, what, are they just shouting Oh, it was everything, but everything. W- before the game? Yeah, everything. Everything, everything, seriously, everything. I, lo- I love hearing oh, that. Oh yeah, it's, it's incredible. But nowadays you never get that. Is football worse now because uh, of stuff like that? Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's not the same anymore. Just, oh, that breaks my heart It's not the that. same anymore because everybody's so pally pally now. Yeah. You find a lot of players at different clubs are like best friends still now. Like they? Mason Mount and Declan Rice. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Be- they've been best friends uh, since they were younger. I, I love people like trading and go head to head with... Van Dijk, just mm. to go at it. Mm. In football, you need your pantomime villains, yeah. don't you? That's just a couple of old brute one players. Or two guys like, Roy Keane being one of them. Like, I don't like you. I, mm. I respect you, but I don't like you. Yeah. Do you think we see that at all anymore in the no, Premier League? No, no. no. Not ever a Suarez it, it, was it, one it, of the it's last. It's more of, of managers Yeah. who have a dig at each other now and again. But, but, but even that's died out a bit now, isn't it? Yeah. Like you had your Wenger Fergies yeah. and stuff like that, but it's not... Yeah, it's not really the well, same. Klopp and Ollie at the moment don't seem to get on, do they? Do they not? They're, nah. they're constantly making digs oh, about each always. other. Are always. they? 
press conference is a it's like a show for them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I, I I knew I knew that obviously they don't get on. One's a manager of Man United, one's a manager of Liverpool, <laughs> but I didn't know it was that. Vendetta against. Yeah, they make digs about each other that don't even seem relevant half the time. It's like, oh, this is, we better talk about them. Mm. Stupid question then. Um, But Vieira every single day over Kane for you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not doubt about it. Yeah. Not doubt. Tell us about Henri. What's he like? Oh, Terry's a top man. What's funny about him is that, is that, yeah, he's such a good approacher of characters. So he he look at you and next me know he can talk how you talk. Like, how are you picking up my voice? Like that, he's very, he's very good at like. What in terms of accent? Yeah, or yeah, what impressions? Yeah, yeah, he's very good at doing that. Very good, very, very good. Is seriously, he? yeah, yeah, top man, top man. Seriously, it, I'll tell this story. Yeah, when I had my accident, uh, the night before that we played Tottenham, mainly we messaged each other on BlackBerry. Mm. What you you and Omri? Yeah, yeah. And he moved to New York at the time, though. So obviously, I had my I had my accident. After he heard about my accident. He flew, came in in the back door of the hospital when the paparazzi was in front, spent about 10 minutes with, with me. I was fast asleep. I said hello, hi. Then I thought about it. They spoke to my dad and came out. I went back the back door as well. Before wow. Nobody knows he was there. Listen, I top man. That's top a class guy. act. Oh, seriously. All the way from New York. Yeah. Top guy. What wow. a guy. Top wow. guy. We, we've spoken a fair amount about the players yeah. at the time. Let's talk a little bit about Arsene Wenger. Mr. Wenger? What was he like as a person? Arsene's a very inquisitive individual. He will ask you a question, but there will be a silence in between you two. So he'll be like, Jake, how are you doing today? How are you doing today? You see that gap in between? So you don't, you don't know if to answer or not to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that just a I, characteristic? I, I, I just don't know. Yeah. He does this all the time. Is he a hard one to work out? No, 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 he's not. No. Once you get to know him, yeah. it's easier. But he's a good guy. Mr. Wenger, as I said, I've got huge amount of respect for him. Is it, 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 I've heard you say before that he's quite calm. Very, very calm. Doesn't get angry. No. Even in the change room, you know, like, as I said before, manager will come in and pace and die. He never loses it. Yeah. Never. What's the? You don't need to name the manager, yeah. but what's been the moment in which you're in the change room in which you've had the biggest hairdryer treatment sort of thing? Halfway through my first year, at Bolton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Specifically at you or the or the team. At me. What did you do wrong? I didn't track the runner who went in and scored. Yeah. But we end up winning the game anyway. But at half time, we're going in there, we lose one 0 mm. But I was fortunate after that your assistant manager, Kevin Nolan, who was my captain then. Yeah. He came in and he said, "Don't talk to him like that." Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's another one. Like, yeah. He will step in. Because if, he, if, if you're on the wrong, he'll say you're on the wrong. But if you're on the right, he'll back you all the way through. So say, don't talk to him like that because he's still a kid. He's here, he's learning, he's doing, he's doing a good job as well. Yeah. So if you're going to have a dig, have a dig at me and I'll be able to speak to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a touch of class. That. Uh, top man. No, Kev is a top guy. We were talking a little bit before we came on, but I think it's, it was quite an interesting little chat um, about how managers don't really scream at the players anymore? No. Is that how you feel? I f- yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and and that's for the best, right? I think you've got to look at it like, players are like children. If you scream at them every single time, they will zone out. Mm. Whereas if you speak to them, they're more likely to respond towards you. Yeah. So it's best that at half time, give them two minutes to five minutes themselves just to calm down. The next five minutes, you speak about what you need to speak about. And next five minutes, get him ready to go outside. Because mm. if he starts shouting from the moment they walk in the change room, I'm like, 
what the fuck are you talking to? Yeah. Like, seriously. Talk to me properly. I respect you. But if you're sat effing and blinding, like, I'm not interested to hear that. No. Talk to me properly and I'll respect to that. Yeah. I, I, I just thought of a story when you said that. I can't remember exactly who it was. I think it was Wenger, actually. I don't know if Ben said it on the pod. But ignore it. But there was a time when... Wenger was new at Arsenal. Yeah, maybe his first few years, maybe his first season, and won his first games. And Arsenal were like three 0 down or something yeah. at halftime, doing dog shit. And then all the players were going back into the tunnel, and they were talking about how they were going to get it big from mm-hmm. him. Like he's going to go mad at us. We fucked up. And he came in, and they were all a bit nervous how this new guy's going to be. And they said, Gaffer, like, we've made a mistake. And he said, no, 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 it's not a mistake. It's a mistake if you do it wrong twice. Because you, everyone, it happens to everyone. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. And then he just looked at all in individual errors, told them how to change it ever so slightly, and they became better players from it. So I think you're bang on what you're saying. You don't learn anything. No, from you just don't. Being... Like, it's like a school. Mm. You only respond to a teacher who speaks to you calmly and try to help you out. Mm. The teacher that shout at you, He's not really interested to go to his lesson. Yeah. He or she lets her lesson. Yeah. They're like, what's the point? Because they end up shouting at me and then I'm not going to learn anything, is it? Yeah. So it's a similar with players. The way you look at it, we're like, they're like kids mm. in the classroom. You look after them, you respond well to them, they'll do well for you. Who's the best manager you ever played under? You must have this question a lot. I like Steve Bruce. Yeah? Yeah. Bruce is top man. Bruce is... He has his way, but he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, yeah, Bruce is good. To, he, he was good to me. Good gaffer, yeah? Yeah, yeah, he was good to me. I wouldn't have expected that. No disrespect to Bruce whatsoever. No, I'm not in the me. football world. He, he, he involved, I don't think he's involved in training now, but he, when, I was, when I was at Birmingham, he was involved. He liked to, like, especially on a Friday, he would like to get involved, and like on a five side. What, get a play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he would call himself like, George Best, he's Maradona. <laughs> it was just stay up front. He's not going to come back in. Just stay up front. <laughs> but what Steve Bruce did, because... I went alone to Birmingham. It was me, Seb Larson, and Nicholas Bentner. Yeah. So what Bruce did really was like, it won't because we in the championship. It was more like Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday. It's quite intense. So mm. he would tell me, "Listen, give me good four game, and I'll give you the two games off, so you can go back to London. As long as you behave yourself." What do you mean by that? Sorry. So G- if give you say, the games say, off. say you feel like we're playing six game in a month. Yeah. So you give me four good game. Yeah. I give the other two game two game off, but you uh, still come training. Yeah, but you're not gonna be involved in the game. Oh, so you rest? Because I'm still young. He said because it so that way easily. By the time we get to March, April, I'll be able to play like six game, no problem. But slowly it will take me out of the team and put him back in. Oh, okay. It was good. So, so he instead of just like making you feel like you've been dropped, he's telling you why you're gonna. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. Now, you made your first team debut against Sunderland. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, again, I read on your wiki that it was in front of 47,000 fans. Yeah. Why are you smiling at me? Because it was like, it brings memory, you know? You, you, you look at it, you're thinking, yeah, I remember the whole day how travel to get there. Tell us everything. I want to know. What's it like? Because oh, oh. that moment there, yeah. you coming on, making a, a, Premier, uh, was it a Premier League. I didn't come on. I started the game. Start. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, was it? Was it? Uh, Car- Carling yeah. Cup. Carling Cup. Yeah. yeah. That's every boy's dream. Yeah. Tell us through the day. How did it go? When did you know you were starting so, the game? Arsenal played on on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and we trained on a Friday. And then Saturday they played, and then my reserve team coach said to me, "Oh yeah, the boss needs you to come in on a Sunday." So you start putting two and two together. You're thinking. And you're good at math, so you can do two yeah, and two. You're thinking, <laughs> there's a chance here I will be involved either on the bench and or even star. Mm-hmm. 
So Sunday, we're at Ashendi train. Monday morning, the guys that played on sun- on a Saturday, they didn't train. It was only the guys that trained on a Sunday. They're training on Monday. But how we train, it was more of a how the team's going to set up. So what Mr. Wenger see, if you watch some of the picture of Wenger, when he does the tactic in the pitch, he kneeled down and used the cone. Right. So he got us in the circle, kneeled down, and put the cone in, and he said, this, this, day." He said, Fabrice, I want you to be here. I'm like... He did not say my name. He just did not <laughs> say my name. So he put out a tactic. Then he put us in the pitch. And this was like the starting eleven. I was like, oh my God, it's really happening now. Like he's, we train Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon. And then Monday morning we came in again. Same same tactic. And in my head I'm thinking, I hope it was, it's not a change of mind or in any way, <laughs> shape or form. Just like, yeah. again, the same formation. And after the training session, because the first team kit, the first team travelling kit is completely different to the reserve and the, the academy. All right. So after the, the training on a Monday, Vic Aker, who's the, the kit man, said, oh, Fab, I've got something for you coming in. Here's your travelling kit. I was like, oh, okay, this is going to happen now. <laughs> he said, uh, go in your locker, get me your boots and your shin pad and just bring it here to me. All right, give your stuff to Vic. Um... Go home. I still want my dad. is like, maybe I might be starting again Sunday on Tuesday. I was like, okay, I hope it goes well. So, so what happened? So on a Tuesday, travel to uh, London Conley, go to the coach, and then we travel to Luton Airport. And that was the first time I fly a private jet. Oh. So we got to the airport. So you flew from Luton to yeah. Sunderland, about 45 minutes. I'm like, this is... If this is what this guy get up to every single weekend, to travel. <laughs> I want some of this now. Yeah, I yeah, really yeah. want some of this now. Yeah, travel there. Um, got to the coach. Forty five minutes in Newcastle, and then got the coach from the airport to the hotel. Because th- this is new to me as well. Mm. How how are the other players treating you at this point? Oh, they were they were okay. Yeah, because some of them they do this every single week. So as as a youth team player, like. As much as inside you, you want to like explore and show it, but you just have to play it cool. They're like, oh, this is normal to me as well. So, yeah. hey, we might as well <laughs> run with it, you know? Um, got in there, got to the reception. Hey, Mr. They're not calling you for a reason. They're calling, hey, Mr. Mwamba, here's a room key. I was like, okay, this is different as well. So, you got to Sunderland, spent the whole afternoon in the, my bedroom, fell asleep and that, that. Four o'clock, went downstairs, had a pretty much meal. Mr. Veng announced the team. I was playing, but I didn't see. He announced, he put the name, but didn't put no numbers. Right. So I didn't know what, what kind of number I'll be wearing. Yeah. I'm not sure if you see Sunderland when you get into stadium light, you have to walk downstairs to go okay. to the change room. Right. So when you watch the Premier League back then, you always see the cameraman waiting for the player to come through. Yeah. So you're almost like you're really trying to milk as much as you can. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not different to that. I was like, this is like. You're keeping it cool inside, but mm. deep down you're thinking, this is this is great. Walk in the change room, right on the right hand side, 44, Wamba. Oh my word. I'm like, at that time there were no social media. Yeah. There were no camera on your phones. So obviously that would have been like this and that. Mm. But just to walk in there to see your name in the back of the chair, all of a sudden you think all your hard work literally paid off. 
that is an that is a class oh, yeah. story, <laughs> and and the the love you have for what you did and what you do is oh, yeah. is inspirational. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people take it for granted. No, like, I, I I think you don't realize you don't realize it when you're not there anymore. Yeah, then you realize. You should admit the most of it while you're in there. It's like the petrol shortage at the moment. Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> you don't realise how much <laughs> you need petrol you until you're queuing up for 50 minutes at exactly. a Tesco. Yeah. When, when you walk into that changing room and you see Muamba 44 there, what other names are you seeing around the room? Uh, Van Percy. Oh, Robin. stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin. Uh, who else was there? Clichy was yeah. there. Um, Senderos. Almunia. <sighs> Song. Wow. Wow, uh, Ryan Smith was injured as well, so there was quite. A f- it was a mix of the youth team and the first team as well. How old were you? Nineteen. Imagine that. Eighteen, nineteen years of age. Yeah. Nineteen. When I was nineteen, I was drinking WKDs <laughs> down Prince of Wales Road in Norwich. You still do that now. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, actually. Yeah. That is true. And and then you were in the England setup as well, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I was there from the age of fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, 15, 16, 17, 18, <laughs> 19, 21. I played in GFN Championship under 17. You were runner-up in that, right? No, the one under 21. Oh, okay. Got, got a runner-up. Um, under 17, they had, to be fair, most of the guys that I played with, hmm. they all went on to have a good, good career. Some of them... Not how, how do you get called up for the England youth teams? So I, I think it's based on... They do watch your 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 game, especially like the under fifteen, and then they'll get you together in I think now they go to St. Joe's Park. They probably get sixty kids, but they will split into groups of twenty. So one week first twenty group are coming in, the next week after they'll be another set of twenty, and the full the following week another set of twenty. Then they will pick the best group of that. And and, and are they all the best academy players from all the Prem clubs? Yeah, not just Prem, everywhere. All right. You can't just because the good players in the championship as well. Yeah, of course. So you have to try to broaden your, you know, your, your scouting. Okay, and you said that you uh, you played with in the England setup with players that are playing now yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Can you give us a list of names? Oh, Henderson. Did you play with him? Yeah. yeah must have done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we played Germany in the final. England at twenty-one. Um, what that's, was the score? We lost four 0 All right. There must have been some incredible t- players in the German team as well. Oh, then. Uh, Neuer, Ozil, Kadir. What? We had. Google it, England at 21 versus Germany. This is our group we had, we, our team we had. What year was this? Oh. Just because it'll be easier to find. Under 20, uh, U21. Under 21 final. So we, we lost, we lost 5-1 I think, 5-1 I believe. Um, 2009? Was that in Middlesbrough? No, no, no. no. It was in Sweden. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> A bit different to Middlesbrough. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> one there. 4-0, there 4-0. it is. Yeah. So you've got Loach, Craney, Craig Gardner, Mika Richard, Nader Manua. Marco Marcien, Kieran Gibbs, Lee Cutting myself, Jack Rodwell, Nobbs, James Mark Mil- Noble. Yeah, yeah. Milner, Walker, and Adam Johnson. You've got the bench, you've got Andrew Taylor, Richard Steeman, James Tonkin. Yeah. Danny Rose. Yeah. I can't remember his one here. <laughs> but you got a Germany. He no. went on to win the World Cup. Wow. He but went on to win the World Cup. Boateng, Hummels, Ozil. He went on with the World Cup. Kadira. Oh my God. Neuer in goal. Yeah. Fucking hell. We missed the first chance after two minutes. 1v1. Theo missed it. Yeah. Oh, it's like gutted. Mate. I mean, that's a team that you kind of... Yeah. It's not the worst team to lose to, is it? No, no. You, but we played them in the group stage. We drew one each. But we changed the whole, half of that team. 
Jeez, yeah. you, you've done some stuff, mate. <laughs> you, you've done some stuff. Uh, some quick fire questions for yeah. you here. Um, you've probably answered these numerous times um, in your life, but who's who's the best footballer you've ever played in the same team with? The one that I had opportunities just literally just even if you mean one game, then it's Beckham. What a name! What a name! Just throwing it out there like that. <laughs> Unreal. I've played with Pie Face. Uh, who, <laughs> who's the best footballer you've ever played against? I went home. I said he's very, very good. Like you, you sit down thinking, yeah, post scores. Ah, oh, he's one of my favourite footballers <laughs> ever. One of my favourite footballers. Foster told us the story about him in training. He said that he was doing goalkeeper. He was warming up with a goalkeeper coach and he was facing the the outfield players. Uh, but the goalkeeper coach was throwing him the ball yeah. and bet, and, a, and a ball came down and Skull's side foot volleyed a 40-yard pass straight into the path of whoever the attacker was. And Ben went, wow. And then the goalkeeper coach, without even looking, just went, who was it? Skullsy. Like, he just knew straight away. It would not surprise me at all. would not surprise me. Amazing. Put it that way. We played Man United, right? And it was myself, uh, Nigeria Okoka, and another guy in midfield. I couldn't remember who was there. In between all of us, in that game, right, in 19 minutes, we made about 150 passes together. Right. He made 200 by himself. <laughs> 90 minutes. He was mad. Yeah. <laughs> it shows you where it is, where we are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's the scariest footballer you ever played against? Oh, scariest. Hoof. What about Hoof? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, he, was a, yeah. he was a bit of a rock, yeah, was it? Yeah. Is that when he was at Stoke? Stoke, yeah. St- wow. Even when he was at Chelsea as well, you're like, mm. Yeah. No. Beast, wasn't he? Absolute yeah. beast. Now, let's get back to your club football. Um, you went from Arsenal to Birmingham yeah. in 2006 in a deal worth four million. Yeah, How's, that's that's a mental amount of money. Back like, then, ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, if if someone bought me, I'd be worth about seven quid and a packet of fruit <laughs> pastels, mate. So, what? That one worth more? We <laughs> worth more than that. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> more than seven's that. a stretch. You know? Roll so, over hot dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, what our players? How much do you take that on board, how much you're worth? Because obviously you don't get that money. That's not your nah. money. That's just a number that they yeah. attribute to you based on your skill. You don't have a say on it. No. No, you don't. Do you... Do, football, do footballers care about it? Like, will, really. Jack, will, will Jack Grealish be buzzing that he went for 100 million? Will he walk around like, I'm a 100 million pound player? I don't think he'll walk around like, 100 million, I'm a 100 million player, but there will be a pressure of him to perform like a 100 million player. So would he rather not be sold for that amount? Um, the market now is not real. Nobody's worth what they say they are worth. No. No one here. If you were playing now... Uh, Jack, Zidane went to Real Madrid, right? Yeah. From Juventus. Yeah. 50 million pounds. How much? 50 million. Zidane went to Juventus, yeah? Yeah. Uh, 50 million back then is bringing you Ballon d'Or, World Cup, European Cup, Champions League. Yeah. Not not respect to any, any any of the current lads right now. No. 50 million pounds, you can get anybody here now. Yeah. And they're not bringing even a, what, even a quarter of that. Yeah. So price not right, is it? When you were at your peak, Bolton days, I yeah. say, yeah. What would your value be in today's current market? <laughs> Going to throw you under the bus here. I've seen people game for fifty million. I'm thinking, I can do way better than you. <laughs> yeah. If you're going for fifty, I'm going for seventy-five or ninety. That's what I would say. I do a lot of run around. Yeah, I love that. When you signed for Birmingham, did you yeah. have to do any initiations? 
Nah, I, you know what I signed for Birmingham was, it was funny because sign, then I was staying in um, the Mel Maison in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And in the evening, I, I said, I'm hungry, I need something to eat. He said, oh, you know, the club's got the top for you. You can go eat in a restaurant in there. So by the time there were David Gold, David O'Sullivan and Karen Brady, who owns the club. Mm-hmm. But I never knew who was Karen Brady. So I never really met her before. Mm-hmm. So I went downstairs to the restaurant and I was going to dinner. And I see this lady come to me and say, oh, you are a new player. I'm like, excuse me. I said, hey, you're a new player. I said, okay, who are you? I said, my name is Karen Brady. I'm the chief executive. I was like, oh, hi, how you doing? <laughs> I, 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 said, I just played along with her. I didn't know who she was. Right. So I went back. In, after her time, I said, oh, good to see you. I said, no problem, it's good to see you. But in my, I'm, I'm questioning myself, who is this lady? I don't know who she is. So I went back in, in my room. I called my agent and said, that, I met this lady and her name is Karen Brady. But she said, he said, you met Karen? I said, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, she's the one gave you that, 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 that money that you wanted. I said, which money? I said, your wages. I said, oh, is that her? <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's her. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. But the next time I saw Karen, I was like, hi, Karen. How you doing? But since then, like, if I yeah. see Karen, it's always nice. She's always nice to me as well. And she's on The Apprentice now, isn't she? Yeah, she, yeah, she's she always nice. Do you, oh. do you watch that when she's on there? Yeah. yeah. Is it, how much of that, uh, of the Karen that we see on there, is, is, is she like in person? Different. Yeah. Yeah, different. Different. She gets a fit, like a bit of stick off the West Ham fans. Like, I think West Ham fans like like that. She's quite a polarizing character. Some no, 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 some no. love her, some love her. But is she lovely? She's a lovely lady. No, very lovely lady. Yeah. Very very lovely. I've got nothing but good thing to say about Karen. But yeah. she's very sharp in the book. Yeah, she knows what she, she knows. What she she's knows doing. she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, you love to hear it. You love mm. to hear it. Fabrice, so originally you were on loan yeah. but before you signed permanently. Yeah. It might be a silly question, but is it hard to care as much as someone who's signed? Because all the hard work you put in that season for that club, you might not reap those rewards next year. Like Jesse Lingard, he got he helped West Ham get into the Europa League, but then but he's reaped the rewards, rewards by getting back into back United. To yeah, true. But also he that got him closer to get back to the England team. Yeah. So if you show the hard work and your commitment mm. to the club that has put you into a position to play week in, week out. One, the worst thing that any footballer will tell you is to sit at home on a Saturday and watch other people play. Yeah. Especially if you love the game, is to sit at home knowing that you are physically able to do it, but you're not, you're not involved for whatever reason. Mm. And then turn on the sky and just watch Sky Sports News and thinking, okay, they're playing, but you're not playing. So you want to get involved. So if you're involved, you make the most of it and you give you 100%, regardless if you're on loan or you're not. If you are sat at home and you're not playing, yeah, you said it's hard to watch the game, but will you ever just not watch it? Probably not watch it. Really? No. Because you, you, you in your head thinking, I should be there. Yeah. Especially if you see someone in your position in your mess position. up. And yeah. then, oh, they, they went in to score a winner. You think you're happy for them, but you're thinking, fucking hell, that's me. And I've sat here at home now. Yeah. Like, what's going through Donny van der Beek's head right now? I'd, I'd be very frustrated. You know what? I feel for the guy. Because you see, you see, you see, you see his, his reaction yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think he got to the point where like, he's just saying, you know what, it is what it is now. Mm. But then Ollie didn't sell him. Could have sold him, couldn't he? Set him free. I, I, I think there was a dream expectation of how it might be for mm. him. Mm. And then to what it is around the moment. 
Mm. You're a United fan though, Stevie. Is he has he underperformed when he played? Not really. I think he's quite a good player, but I guess the formation and the setup that Ollie does doesn't make sense a lot of the time. I oh. think for the current players, I don't think he's been given a fair crack at a whip. No, I think you're right. Oh, well, we'll go back to your career. Yeah. Um, in 2008, you moved from Birmingham yeah. and went over to Bolton. Yeah. And your valuation went up as well to five million. There you go. Hey. <laughs> Progression. How was, how was that time of your life? That was um, another like a culture shock in the sense that you've gone from living in the south, then the Midland, then you go up north, like north, north, north. Yeah, if you thought it was cold when you arrived at Gatwick. I'm telling you. That's <laughs> cold. And think about it, it's grey. Yeah. And it rained every single day. Um, I enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it because you walked in there, there's people like Juve, Kevin Davis, Kevin Nolan, UC Escalana, you know, J-Lo's heart, no, rest in peace, J-Lo, yeah. um, Ricardo Gardner, Andy O'Brien, those guys are seasoned pro. So they're men, like they know what it's like to win a game and to know, they know that they, I, they for them is like, we need to stay up and do one this year. And for me to come in as a young man, you're like, okay, I need to get my my bearing now and then hit the ground running from the minute go. Mm. You know, because you expected to do that. And the club asked for nothing but hard working players. And I enjoyed it. You you won Bolton News Player of the Season, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is that I assume that's the, the newspaper. Is that voted by by, by the fans? I, I I won that and I also won the players once. So. Oh the players player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is that Almost the best one you can win, getting the kind of like acknowledgement from your peers. That yeah, you're... I think if your peers voted you as the best player of the season, yeah, that shows you that you know they regard you very high. No, no disrespect to this from mm-hmm. man, because when I was watching you play and stuff, yeah. I was a football fan. I've always been a lifelong West Ham fan, but yeah. I didn't really watch players if that makes sense I just I watch the scores and you don't really take into consideration yeah but Stevie and I and we were obviously 10 years younger than we are now we we never knew how much of a fucking great player you you were like oh, to, thank you guys do, do you know what I mean like, seriously yeah like, like look at like even silly things like we looked back at your FIFA ultimate team card on yeah. the first year you were rated 78 on that okay which, which, and at 22 years old that's a decent rating but to, seriously, yeah, yeah. But uh, potential, the potential on there was 84. 84, which uh, is, yeah, along uh, the lines of like Coutinho is now, I think. Football fans will be shouting at us now saying, oh, you can't compare it to FIFA. I know you can't com- compare it to FIFA, but FIFA does, I, I mean, they rate players for a reason. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And and just looking at your career and some of the stuff you did in such a short time <laughs> is, is phenomenal. Like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> how much like, I guess this is a hard question to yeah. ask, but how, when you look back on that career and, and obviously how it ended and yeah. stuff like is it painful to the, in work, the way in which it finished or do you look back with with happy memories no you know Jack um, there's not pain in there mm. because if we really want to go into it mm-hmm. truth to be told I should be buried by now right dead, forgotten yeah so I look at it I said with the little, the little talent that I had I made the most of it mm. and I lived Probably you say ninety percent of kids dream in England to become a footballer. Yeah, I lived there, so I play in the Premier League. Mm. That's most of the kids' dream. Uh, this country's adopted me. I got a citizenship. I was able to represent them. I missed that on the Olympic because of my accident. I was in the final twenty-three man squad to play in the Olympic. So mm. like, there's no every great in there said, "Oh, I wish this." Away. And there's I don't envy any current player right now either. No. And as I said, I had my moment. 
and and I'm just happy that I'm I'm healthy. That's, that's, that's a lovely outlook because I think lesser lesser men would probably look. I, I'd probably put myself in that bracket as well. Like I, I I'm somebody who moans about the little things in yeah. life, and you don't really consider like we had Ian Holloway in here like talking about how you should never moan in life it's no. the only one you'll ever get and stuff and it has made me reconsider a lot of things but I think if I was hitting because you probably didn't even you well, you didn't reach the levels you were going to reach no. like so if I had that kind of taken away I'd, yeah. I'd be envious towards it but you talk about your career with such joy yeah and you've got that you've still got that love for it I can tell yeah. that passion and that glimmer like that's very admirable I think like, I mean like I didn't know I would become a footballer Mm. I didn't. No. It just happened that I got into the club and the more I start to kick the ball, the more I think there is a possibility that I would get to the level. Mm. But I didn't know which level. And the more you work hard and the more opportunity open for you and then bang, you're in there. Premier yeah. League player, you know. I always remember my first Premier League game. God, man. Incredible. Who was that against? Chelsea. Throw you in at the deep end, eh? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Steve Bruce came in and uh, said, um, you know, at this time, this Chelsea just won the league as well, the first league. And you look at in the board, they said set pieces. Jogba, next name Fabrice. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, it's different. Yeah. Um, but I said those experience, those moments is priceless. What struggle let's play against? It's strong. Yeah. A strong, very strong player. But it, it, when I when I when I marked him, I set pieces. I wasn't marking him. I was literally like this, holding him. <laughs> I agree. As, as a young player, you can be in awe of those guys. Mm. But when you're in there, you have to do your job, right. and I do what I had to do. Yeah, fair enough. Now. We touched on it a little bit there, but um, you refer to it as your accident, yeah. don't you? Can you talk us through it? Because there might be some people out there that aren't football fans. Mm -hmm. Weirdly, there might be some football fans out there that are too young to remember it, yes. which is crazy. I remember it like yesterday. We were talking about this on the way up, Stevie and I, and we were, we can remember exactly where we were when it happened. It's yeah. like Tottenham Bolton for a yeah. West Ham fan is not a game that I should remember 10 years on, right? Yeah. But because of the obviously the tragic thing yeah. that happened, it's it lives long in the memory. Where were you, Stevie? I was watching the game on my phone, walking into an Asda, because whilst whilst you were playing football, I was going to get drunk. Roll over, so, you were going to go get a roll over. <laughs> I was going to go and get a hot dog and buy <laughs> I was going to buy alcohol because yeah. it was a Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. I was going to get half, alcohol to go on a night out. Off, half five. Yeah, yeah so it, it was, was an evening. Yeah. Me and Jack like a little bit of a bet sometimes, and I had an accumulator on, and yeah. that was one of the last ones in my bet. So I was watching the game on my phone as I go to get alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> this is the life I live. <laughs> so I, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. So, so vividly as well my dad lives in 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 a town about 40 minutes out of norwich and i'd gone to his got the train to his i had an accumulator on as well that was the last game i needed and then it got voided so thanks for that fab You're i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's partner sue she's a spurs fan so yeah. she had that on in the living room yeah. and when i turned up it was all kicking off now do you want to talk us through what yeah, we're referring to i mean started the game okay i knew i was starting during mm. the week so we travelled to London on a Friday. This is FA Cup game, right? Yeah, so we travelled to London. But what we usually do, if you live up north, we usually take the train from Stockport. Okay. So I went home, dropped my car, and my missus took me to Stockport so that I can meet the team up there. So when the train comes, we can just go together. So that's how it happened. And travelled to London, no problem. No issue, no sign whatsoever. 
okay, I knew I was starting. Spoke to my dad the, the night before. Spoke to a couple of friends. I saw his ticket. Next day, again, no no issue whatsoever. You know, went for a walk, feel refreshed. Made our way to the stadium after I think I think around about three o'clock. Made our way to the stadium. Got to White Hart Lane. Had a look around as you always do before game to go out, just have a feel on the pitch. Again, there's no issue, no symptom whatsoever. Go out for warm up. Feel good. Feel ready. The game started. I think I missed it. I missed the great chance to score the goal as well. All oh, right. So I come back in midfield. The game's still playing. So if I say I'm here and you're in front of me, mm. if I get to look at you, but I'm seeing two versions of you. Oh. So there's you there. There's another you there. Yeah. So if I get to look at you, there's you there. There's another you there. So I couldn't like got a little, got a little bit dizzy. Yeah. Out of nowhere, and literally within about a couple of seconds, I looked at you. Then, bang! That was the last time I was playing. Play football again. Wow. Yeah. So you're looking, you're seeing a double vision. Yeah. And then nothing. Nothing. And I just went bang. As quick as that. That's it. That gives me chills. That's, That's so it. scary. We had Tubes on from yeah. Soccer AM. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a good friend of ours. And I, I, I'm sure you're familiar, you yeah. know, but yeah. he had a heart attack, yeah. which yeah. Is, is different to, was it a heart so attack? So you yeah. had cardiac arrest. Yeah. You? yeah. He had a heart attack. A lot of people think they're the same thing which they're obviously they're similar similar, yeah Yeah. Yeah. um and he he said to us that he played a saturday league game or something and or or no he was running on treadmills doing 5k all the time but the the days up to it Mm -hmm. he just couldn't do it he couldn't get to 1k he was sweating and just could could not do what he usually would and then he said he got in the shower and he came over all cold and all of that so he had symptoms leading up to it yeah. where you didn't have anything no, nothing is that because there's a is that the difference in a, i don't know you don't know i don't know i, I said yeah we we do screening before the season anyway mm-hmm. this screen there was no no nothing showing in my house condition there's no nothing showed nothing nothing at all wow because that was a question that i was going to ask you later on is it something that's like did you have an it's underlying not, it's not a genetic thing nothing nothing just Probably I'm the unluckiest guy wow. that ever happened to. Yeah. You, you mentioned there that you were experiencing the double vision. Yeah. What was the last thing you remember seeing or hearing? I, I remember just watching. I, I don't know who was in front of me, but I can see double of him. Then I just like. Then it's just nothing. Yeah. This is probably a silly question, but people have said they see a light. Did anything go bright or I went anything? to sleep? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. In, in in hindsight, yeah, we told you where where we were when we yeah. saw it. The whole country saw it. It yeah. took the na- it, it it tugged at the nation's heartstrings. Yeah. Excuse the pun, yeah. but how do you feel that such an intimate moment? Obviously, there's nothing that could really be done because yeah. the game was being broadcast yeah. anyway. But yeah. how do you feel that everyone saw that moment? I think most people felt the worst of the worst. That, but my dad was in the stand. Oh, with my brother. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, my wife was watching at home. My son was watching at home as well. Fuck. So they knew. What happened? How old was your son at the time? Joshua was, oh, about three or four. Right. So he knew what happened. And when the accident happened, so my wife had to take the train from Manchester to London without knowing the outcome of it all. Oh, what a horrible what, journey. Yeah. So she, when she speak about it, probably sometimes I was like, I didn't know how I was, didn't know what, what I was able to see when I got to the hospital. And hadn't you just been recently engaged at this yeah, point? Yeah. For like three weeks or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, like, 
Fiona had a, a like a see like a fit the other yeah. or passed out the other day, and um, I had to go to and give her help. She was yeah. at her mum's house, and obviously it's nowhere near your level. Yeah. But I, the fear that I felt mm-hmm. on that short walk, yeah. I can't imagine what your what your fiance was going through during that. Like, and you got my dad in a stand. D- uh, like what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess in a moment like this, when it's so intense, uh, you don't know the right questions to ask. But have you like what was? What, what, you, you've obviously spoke to your dad yeah. about it. What did they know the severity of it when they were sat I, there? I, the- I, I think they knew how deep it, I was, but they don't. They don't know. They couldn't tell them the outcome of it. They mm. were just waiting. Because mm. obviously after 75, 75 minutes, then I responded. It. But because I was out for so long, I could have been, I woke up and I could not recognize any of them. I could have been severely brain damaged yeah. and be in a vegetable stage, stuff like that. Because yeah. you, if you're out that long without oxygen or whatever in your brain, you should be Can very, mess you up bad. very bad. Yeah. So. so for anyone who's listening who doesn't quite understand it, cardiac arrest is your heart stopping completely. You've yeah. got no pulse, no you're pulse. unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. And what you're referring to when you say you were out for 75 minutes, you yeah. mean your heart was not working yeah. for 75 minutes. minutes. Your so, heart stopped for 78 minutes? Yeah. 78 minutes? Yeah. So how did how were you still going? How did they keep I, I you did, going? I, I think they did a couple of shocked. And something responded, and that's why they kept going. So when they got me into the hospital, they cooled me down. And then they waited. After a couple of hours, then I started to get back normal again. And when they see the pose going on, they said, okay, he's okay. But without knowing, without even me responding. So it happened on a Saturday. Yeah. I didn't wake up till Monday, 9 o'clock in the morning. And I woke up, I recognized everybody there. <sighs> yeah. I said, oh. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> They're like, Fab, are you serious? I said, hey, I looked at it because obviously in your hospital you wear the clothes. They're like, I asked them, what's going on here? Because I thought like I was dreaming, you know? You had no idea no, what no, was no, going on? No, 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 no. I asked I said, my wife, what's going on? He's like, oh no, don't worry, we'll tell you that. But they didn't want to tell me then. Yeah. And then the doctor and stuff like that. As day goes by, you start to slowly get around there. Then they explain to me, but I, I didn't know how deep it was because every day there was somebody of some kind of status coming in my room to come and see me. You know, at one point I see Liam Brady come and see me. But I've not seen Liam for a long time. He was the, the academy manager at Arsenal. Hmm. So at one point I seen about four or five guys in the, I played with in the Premier League come and see me. I was like, what, where are you lot coming for? It's like, oh no, we're just coming to check you. Okay, okay, no problem then Bolton boys, the boys come and see me. You can't put two and two together, but without them telling me. That. And then Thierry Henry coming in the back door. Yeah, he came in, he spoke for a bit, then he went. You're like, okay, this is quite big. Then the doctor, you know, I think on, I think on a Friday, he said to me, "This is what happened. What happened?" I was like, okay. <sighs> then my dad came, explained to me as well. And then my wife's like, "So you know what happened?" I was like, okay, I understand now. And then because that, I spent half three and a half weeks in the hospital. Wow. But the, the first two and a half weeks, my kidney wasn't working. Oh. Yeah. Because of the lack of the blood flow yeah. to it and stuff? And if your kidney's not working, you can't urinate. You can't go to the toilet to do anything. Fucking hell. Yeah. And I just went. Yeah. 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 I would eat and everything. Yeah. But there was nothing come at me. So, so you have if, an appetite so and everything? Like- you put your finger in there take it out you leave your liver your, your fingerprint i can see it in there because i was just 
taking in everything. Wow. But there's nothing coming out of me, even to urinate as well. So let's let's talk about the medical stuff. Yeah. So so you're you're on the pitch. The whole nation's gripped by it. Um, yeah. Obviously, the clubs, but both Tottenham and Bolton, yeah. had their staff who were yeah. amazing yeah. and and saved your life. But there was, well, I want to talk a bit about the Tottenham fan. Yeah. Is that true, Doctor Dina? Is is he the is he the Tottenham fan yeah. that ran on the pitch? Yeah. He had to convince the stewards that yeah. he was a cardiologist, yes. and they let him on. They let him on. Yeah. Is that luck or like what? He wasn't even meant to come to the game. Was he not? No. Because I think a family member has a season ticket. Gave him the ticket to come watch the game. And when it happened, he told the, the steward, I'm a cardiologist. I work in this day. He showed them this paperwork. He had called one of the stuff like that. Yeah. To drag him down. To be fair to him though, he, and he will always say this, he said, the doctor from both Spurs and Tottenham, they did a great job already. But he only took over when I was got into the ambulance. That's when he took over. Oh, so he got in the ambulance as then well. Then he took over. From there, he took me to his London Chess Hospital. Then did his work there. Wow. Have you have you spoke to him? Oh yeah, he come to my wedding and everything. Yeah, him. Um, there's him. There's another doctor who looked after me in the hospital. That they came to my wedding as well. Wow. Yeah. What heroes, eh? Oh, top man. He's a good guy. Doctor uh, Dinner. I get my next question. I think you you, you already answered, mate. Um, you, you said there was no sort of reason, rhyme or reason why it happened. No cause. Nah, I don't. Or... I don't, never know the cause of it. Have you ever? Have you watched the moment back? Have you ever yeah. watched the coverage back? Yeah. How does that make you feel when you watch it back? Um, scary. Yeah. Because you're like, wow. It's like, especially when I'm like going down as well, without like a nobody around me. You know, just yeah. like what happened this summer. To see it like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, thankfully, these things in football—they're they're very rare these yeah. days. They—they yeah. they, they happen, unfortunately. Um, but they—they they are very sort of few and far between. Yeah. But this summer, we did see it again. Um, even the even non-football fans out there will be familiar with yeah. with this. So recent, um, Christian Eriksen in the game Denmark v Finland yeah. uh, happened in the first half, didn't it? Yeah. And, and that that shocked the nation as well. Now, Fabrice, as someone who has quite literally been there and, and done mm -hmm. that, so to speak. How did that fit? Were you watching? Where I were you? Watching the game. We, we, I went. We went to a friend, uh, party. Yeah. Barbecue party because the game was on Saturday. Yeah. And just to see it happen to another guy, you really, you literally start to feel the worst. And you're like, please, not him again. Not, not this one. You know, to see his missus on the sideline crying, not knowing what to expect. As I said, the medical staff did a good job not even a medical staff before we get to medical staff the captain of the team of Denmark oh yeah class act the position that got he got Christian into was that is his name was that no Kajer or am I thinking I'm not sure his name the yeah, guy, yeah. He, played for, yeah. He, he played for AC Milan now is it? AC Milan I think, I, think. I, th I think we need to find it out um, Den Denmark captain because yeah. he was a class act I think yeah. it's K-J-E yes Simon, Simon Kajer or yeah. something sorry if I'm mispronouncing that to any, any uh, Danish people out there I don't know how you'd pronounce that he knew what to do in that particular moment the specs flicking got him in the right position then the medical staff come in, the, the physio and they all did a good job. So by the time Christian was leaving the pitch, he was already awake. Mm. That was a massive difference because obviously I think my accident has put a lot of case study there, how people can respond quickly to a sudden cardiac arrest stuff. So it helped a lot. Have you had any contact with Ericsson? No, no, no. Oh, really? I haven't because I feel like 
if you want me to speak, if you want me to give him my opinion, I'll speak to him. Mm-hmm. And I've put out, spoke to the the people of Den- Denmark and the TV and stuff like that. I'm happy mm. if you want to any of my opinion. Yeah. But I want to say, oh, Christian, here I am. Yeah. Do you need anything? Yeah. You know, we're all on Twitter, Instagram. Feel free to contact me. I don't have no issue whatsoever, but I just feel like at that particular moment, you got to give people space because right now, there's a lot of things going in his mind right now. Mm. He's going for a lot of tests because nobody knows if he's going to come back and play or not. Mm. I think he's having a medical maybe this it's in, in yeah, next October. couple of weeks. Yeah. He's due to find out whether he can have. So he's have you you've got the I've got a pacemaker pacemaker and he yeah. now has that as well, doesn't yeah. he? So he's yeah. now going through the test to find it, out. It, it depends where you put it as well. Does it? Yeah, because football is such a contact sport. Mm-hmm. So it depends if you put it. You can put it here, or you can put it inside your ribs. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a probably this size. About the size of uh, what? Yeah. Why would you what fifty pence piece? No, 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 no. It's like bit that, bigger. That, that, that. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Golf and ball. Then, yeah, it's connected to your artery and stuff like that. And 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 what does is that? If your heart sort of so if your your heart is going through the same wavelength again, it will just give you a shock. So it will stop you from having a heart attack. Do you have? Has that uh, happened to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you feel it? Yeah. Really? Is that Anthony Joshua punch, punching you in your ribs without you knowing? Is it? Yeah. So that split of 10 seconds of that. Yeah. You can't breathe? Nah. But you're, you're okay though. The best way to describe it is like a seatbelt in a car. Yeah. You're only used to your seatbelt when you're in an accident and that will stop you from getting in the window. Yeah. Or stop you from different situations. So how, how early on did you find out that you wouldn't be playing football again? Uh, October. So quite a while after. Yeah. So you you went for a bit period of hoping they, they, that you'd be I, back. I saw three specialists. Uh, if one of them said, I can find a cure to your condition. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, football clubs say, you know what, I'm not sure, you know. And insurance companies say, not for us. Right. Because there are current players like Dally Blind has yeah. the same thing. But this is he's completely different. You know what I mean? But he he wasn't as long as I was out like that. So yeah. that that makes, that a, makes a difference. That makes a massive difference. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. So so I just want to quickly go back to that pacemaker yeah. because I think it's fascinating. Oh, yeah. And and there might be people out there as have well. You, have you seen a picture of it? Um, I think we did. Did we see? Can we see a picture, Fee? Um, pacemaker. would we put your name in as well? Or uh, there's different pacemaker. Right. Let me see if I got one here. So we're just getting a picture up now yeah. for the audio listeners, but I think this is really really yeah. important so, stuff. Yeah. So you wow. Exactly like that. Yeah. Wow. Technology so is you, insane. By the way. They get the wire in your artery is for your groin. Is it? Yeah. So they cut your groin and they stick the wire all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I assume you're asleep when they do that. Uh, when they start, you don't feel it. But when they cut it and they put it there, you end up going to fall asleep. But day-to-day life, that doesn't give you much it, there's pain. There's nothing. There's nothing there. Right. So when you have it done, you won't be able to do this for about a week. Lift your arm up, yeah. But after that, no more. Yeah, it's wow. Uh, so... When that gives you a little shock, yeah, or a big shock, <laughs> does that mean if you di- if you say you didn't have a pacemaker for whatever reason, I, 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 right, you, yeah, so so your your heart is if you ha- if you ha- go into cardiac arrest, your heart's more likely to do it again and again and again. Not again and again, but he's more likely to sustain it. Some some of the shock, the pacemaker stopped it. Mm. So we detect it, it won't even give you a shock. Mm. But when it's like a big wave, then it'll be like bang. All oh, right. Yeah. Does that does that change life expectancy or anything or is no it... no at all no not at all not at all 
Wow. It's actually safer for you to have it, not to have it. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Because then if you, yeah, if you, it was to happen to you yeah. again, you have that boost, whereas yeah. someone might not be so lucky. Um, and does that last a lifetime or do you have to change it? Uh, 11 years, you've got to change the battery. Have you had yours change yet? No, yeah. I've got two more years. All right. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating stuff. Thanks for speaking so openly about no, it. No, I, I, I think it's an important subject. I think it's also important that kids learn how to do CPR. Yeah. Because obviously people speak about, you know, my accident, but if you also notice that the nearest doctor got in there, did a CPR on me. And obviously that pumping and stuff like that, it helped. Is is that is that hands on top of the chest? Yeah, the chest, and you just literally keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, like that that Vinnie John thing, staying alive type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do, it, do you have any extra tips you want to share just on that while we're on? Uh, that? Just learn how to do it. Just learn. Encourage yeah. kids to learn to do, it, especially younger kids. Yeah, you know, learn how to do it so that if they find somebody or parent in a, that mm. type of situation, don't panic. Learn how to do it and call the ambulance. And you've got four kids. I imagine you've taught them how to do it. And, and yeah, yeah, that's a given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Love it, mate. No. Well, don't love it. But <laughs> <laughs> wrong thing to say. Wrong thing to say. I love that you've taught your kids it, obviously. Yeah. How has the cardiac arrest changed your opinion on life as a whole? Um, or your perspective on, on life? Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Do you live differently now as opposed to how you uh, did before? I'm all, I was more always like a reserved individual. Mm. But I, and if you want if when I do something, go and do it. Because mm. nobody's promised tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow's a promise to anybody. So go and do it. Go and enjoy it. Go and do what you have to do. Yeah. You don't appreciate life till you're in that situation. Mm. You know, you, as I said before, your money in the bank is not going to come and save you. So if you want to do something or go in places, go and do it. Enjoy life, you know. Because once it's gone, it's gone. Do you fear death? No. I've been there, done there. Come on, the other side. <laughs> that is class. I love that. That is class, mate. You're an absolute ledge. Before before we go, um, something me and Steve. By the way, I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. no that's, quali- that's quality. <laughs> no, no, no. Not many people can say that. Though. Yeah, it's it's a mad, it's a mad concept to say I have been dead. Like that is, or I died. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, 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 I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, fair play to you. Um, you, you you're, you're streaming a lot now, aren't yes, you? Yes, yes. Tell us a bit about that. What are, are you on Twitch? What's your? I'm on Twitch. Uh, if you're on Twitch, say F1 by six, you find me there. Mm-hmm. Usually do football in the morning and then FIFA or Call of Duty in the evening. So when when you say you do f- football in the morning, what do you so mean? I do I talk about football the day before the game? Oh, and stuff okay. Like you that. do just chatting and, chat stuff. and stuff like that. So yeah. I talk about the tactics stuff and there's some good guys who do good work in there as well. So. And that's just like streaming. I think um, it's such a good community. Mm-hmm. You meet some wonderful people. You also meet some bloody, bloody good FIFA player in there. Some yeah. people you're thinking, you got PSG on FIFA because this is not stuff that no more, you know. But it, <laughs> yeah. uh, and also most people you meet in there very, very helpful. Very, very much a helpful people. So mm. it's been great. Um, somehow I managed to convince the missus to let me have on room <laughs> to do that stuff so it's been good it's been good it's are, been you, are you any good at FIFA? I'm okay yeah I'm okay uh, I need to spend my time with my team and build a very strong team is this ultimate team? yeah I need to go full on this year what full players on. you got in yours? at the moment Van Dijk is the one I'm happy with mm-hmm. Old Black at the back as well mm-hmm. I've got uh, Nick Pope 
goalkeeping the top goalkeeper at FIFA for some reason yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they do at him at FIFA but yeah. I don't know if he's got a share in there <laughs> wow <laughs> I had it to score against this guy wow Zoom is good Zuma's yeah. Serious? Yeah, centre half. He's phenomenal on the game. Is that not his twin brother? Huh? Must be his twin brother. No. <laughs> no. Oh, <wait. laughs> Must be. And, and uh, Timo Werner is unreal. Yeah, I've heard a FIFA. lot of people saying he's very good. I packed him last night and my Twitch chat were going mental. They were WWW. I was like, Werner, because obviously the meme around him yeah. is that he misses, he couldn't hit a barn door. They were like, he's phenomenal on Twitter. So I put him in my team and I changed his custom tactics to get him behind. Yeah. I'd hoof the ball and his pace, mate, he's he's uh, he's unreal on the ball every single time. Right. Sa- um, Sa- uh, the guy from Bayern Munich, the winger, left winger, that was a Man City. Oh, he's good. Is he? He's good. Very good. We're we're doing um we're gonna do a pro club series. Okay. So coming. Hey, let me. Hey, hey, boys. Hey, (laughs) hey, hey. Back. Fabrice Mwamba in the hole. Yeah. Please. Do not play around. Let me know when, what time. Yes. Yes. We are gonna build the best team. We are. We are. We we have to get Ben to come and actually be the goalie for (laughs) it as well. Yeah, that would be good as well. I I I enjoy FIFA. I enjoy Mm. on Twitch and just something different. Something different. Yeah. And just. Communicate, communicate with people and obviously mm. sometimes when I finish playing FIFA and I do q and I speak to people people ask me questions mm. and just just get to know people really. I love it and I like what you said at the start of the podcast as well but you ask them questions and make it more of a conversation and yeah. stuff it's not just people asking not just, you yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's great so Happy Hour FC have just recruited a CDM in Fabrice <laughs> Muamba which is something I never thought I'd say Fabrice we've come to the end of this podcast yeah. um, you're an absolute delight mate no uh, thank you like I said at the start the suavest man that's ever come through these doors <laughs> nah. I think and uh, yeah I just want to reiterate the point that the, the sort of love you have for your career that you had albeit oh, yeah. cut short um, yeah. you don't look back on it with resentment which I think is super inspirational and a lot of people could take a lot of lessons from this so um, you're welcome back in these doors whenever you want if you ever find yourself in this part of the world we'll play Twitch with you thanks for sharing your stories mate thank you guys we'll play Twitch (laughs) 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 you you said you said to him that he's older you are mentally so much older (laughs) F Muamba 6 on Twitch that's the one is that right Muamba 6 on Twitch and on Instagram and on Twitter love it get involved guys get involved Uh, we always finish on the same question this has been Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast with Fabrice Muamba Stevie White and Jack Mate as always Fabrice what is the meaning of life to leave that sounded like you said to leave in your accent <laughs> no, no. that's where you <laughs> said to live life is to leave life is to enjoy life to make the most of every single day if you make something wrong apologise move on but enjoy every single moment you have because you only have one, not twice. There we go. And enjoy the rollover hot dogs, not an ad. See you soon. (laughs) Jack Mates Happy Hour. Jack Mates Happy Hour is a Stack Production.